Forgive yourself. This is a huge one, right? How many of you are living with some regrets or living with this pain from something that happened in the past? Being able to treat yourself with self-compassion and learning how to forgive yourself is a huge step towards honoring your own boundary. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey there, super moms. What you're listening to today has been recorded live inside my Facebook community, Moms Without Capes. Because of this, you may hear me talking to the moms who are tuning in live and leaving comments in real time. But know that the content is super valuable and meant to help you discover and fall in love with who you are underneath your super mom cape. If you want to be part of my amazing community of moms who are getting comfortable with hanging up their capes and be there at the live recordings of this podcast, come find us on Facebook or check out the show notes for the link to join my group, Moms Without Capes. Hope to see you in the group. Today, we will be talking about Honor Your Boundaries. So I have a whole program on setting healthy boundaries, right? Because that's another thing. In order to hang up your cape, you need to learn how to protect your time and space so that you can take that break that you need, right? Take that break that you desperately need and want, but refuse to take. So my my big program is all about boundary settings. So this is just a piece of it. And I wanted to come on and share this with you today because I've noticed that we struggle with not only holding boundaries for other people, but for ourselves. And this is really just living with integrity and following through, doing what you say you're going to do. So afterwards, after um, I do this live, I'm going to go ahead and throw in the comment section um, the link for you to schedule a call with me. So if you're struggling with this, like with honoring your own boundaries, then let's chat. I'd love to, to talk more with you and kind of get that roadmap and share with you how I can work with you to help you get those boundaries in place, those healthier boundaries and how to follow through and hold up boundaries so that you can improve your relationship, not only with other people, but with yourself. So I wanted to um, go through today some of the areas where having self boundaries is, would be helpful. The first one is our finances. I'm just going to get right into it, right? I'm not even going to give like a a big introduction here, but we're just going to jump right into the areas because I want you to today, as you're watching this, to just listen to the different areas and jot down, whether it's in the comments or on a piece of paper, I want you to jot down some of the areas that you could use improvement. And because recognition is key, right? Like acknowledgement. You have to know what it is that you want to change. And so these are just some broad areas. I'm going to give you some examples within each area of ways that you can set boundaries up for yourself and then learn how to honor them. So the first one is is finances. And this is where you're working on improving your money habits. This is not a one and done kind of thing. This is something that, you know, it's a habit. So like saving, spending, giving, like all of those, those 
there's actions within that category, like within that, within the habits, like these are all things that need to be developed. Living within your means, saving and investing, when to say yes and no to people borrowing money. Yes, that is a boundary. That is something that you need to state that how much do you want to give? How much do you want to lend to people? And it is okay to say no. Throughout all of these boundaries that we're going to cover today, all of these areas, saying no is a super important boundary and doing what is comfortable to you. That's what a boundary is, right? Setting limits on what we, on how we allow others to treat us. Also falling under um, the lending money, right? This includes even your kids, including your teenagers and your little kids, like when they're, when we're out, when you're out in the store, I said we, because this is something that I work with this as well, right? Like I talk about hanging up your super mom cake, but I struggle with this as well, but I have actually, I've come so far being able to let go of my people pleasing and perfectionism tendencies and those unrealistic expectations that I am much faster and much better at being able to exert my boundaries. And so, but lending money to your teenagers or lending money to your kids in general, that falls under your financial boundary and, and how much money you're comfortable with lending. Setting limits on how much to lend your extended family. Paying taxes, right? Anything that covers under, anything that falls under finances, you will, it is important to create boundaries around. The second area is time management. And this is how you manage your time. This is how you set boundaries around your time. You protect that time. You protect your time, right? We all have the 24 hours in the day, but how are you using that time? And how are you using that time to align with your priorities? Not wasting your time on social media. And I know I'm doing this on a Facebook Live, right? But being on, I mean, on Facebook, right? Which is a social media channel, but being more intentional with the time that you're spending on social media rather than just mindlessly scrolling. How about when you're shopping online, right? Do you, is your Amazon cart always full? That is a boundary, right? That's a boundary that you need to set with yourself and maybe set some new habits and set some maybe restrictions in place to prevent you from overspending. Staying up late, showing up late. That's a boundary, right? Like you are impeding on other people's time. So that's a boundary that you need to set with yourself because if you don't want to be late, you're going to need to say no to other things. Browsing the net, um, the, like browsing the internet when you aren't doing research or you don't have intention and you just find yourself sucked down the rabbit hole, right? Social media can do that too. Having a pack schedule. This is one thing that I noticed so many super moms do. We are overcommitted and we've just got so much, so many things that we want to do, the overachievers, so many things that are on our schedule. And then we end up not having any priorities. The word priority in itself, actually for up until like this past century, never was plural. There was no such thing as a priority. No, no such thing as priorities. There was always just a priority. And when it became plural, it kind of defeated the, the definition of the word because now we're talking about more than one and then you've got to choose. 
when you choose one thing, you're, you're saying yes to that and you're saying no to something else. So you wanna make sure that your priorities are in line with how you're using your time. Um, avoiding time distractions, procrastinations, like being constantly procrastinating. These are things that need to have boundaries around them so that you can protect your time and manage your time well. Self-care, again, an area that we need to honor our boundaries around. Saying no to the things that you don't like, actually acknowledging what it is that you do like, like, like defining what it is that you do like and what you don't like, and then honoring that by saying no to those things that you don't like or that you don't, you don't necessarily need to do or want to do. Making space to care for yourself, making space for your day, taking care of your environment, that falls under self-care. Spending time around healthy people and removing yourself from toxic relationships. And that might mean extended family members. That might mean friends that are so-called friends or people on social media, people on social media, right? Like your friends on Facebook. Instead of just giving up on Facebook altogether, go through your friends list. You have control of that. And that falls under like that people pleasing, like, oh my gosh, they're gonna, they're gonna know that I unfriended them and everything. Like stop caring what other people think and protect your own mental health. Take care of yourself. It is okay. It is absolutely okay to do so. Protect your energy. Forgive yourself. This is a huge one, right? How many of you are living with some regrets or living with this pain from something that happened in the past? Being able to treat yourself with self-compassion and learning how to forgive yourself is a huge step towards honoring your own boundary. Listening to your body, which means sleeping when you're tired, eating when you're hungry, right? Like listening to the cues of your body and tuning in and learning to trust your body. Making tough decisions because they are healthy for you, right? Choosing your hard. Um, actively cultivating your best version, which is why it's one of the big things that I do in my one-on-one program is helping you reach your full potential. But in order to do that, you need to learn what boundaries, what are you comfortable, what are you willing to do in order to become your best version? And then under self-care as well, also falls taking care of your health. So making those regular doctor's appointments, going to the dentist, not overeating, exercise, like moving your body, the actual physical health of your body, going to therapy, taking care of your mental health as well. These are all ways to practice self-care, but in order to do that, you need to exert your boundaries. For the first 10 years of being a mom, I told myself that I did not have the time to go out with friends or to learn a new hobby. I told myself that my focus now had to be on my children and they were my responsibility and my responsibility alone. I would feel guilty if I did anything fun without my children and husband, and I'd feel resentful since my husband seemed to just come and go without any of the kids even noticing. I, on the other hand, would get bombarded by my kids if I said I was going for a walk alone, so I stopped trying. I stopped making dates with friends, and I stopped knowing who I was. 
I didn't know how to ask for help and I felt weak and like I wasn't a good mom because I wanted it. I needed help, but I didn't know how to ask. I became a control freak, really, trying to control everything and everyone because if things weren't in order, it reflected on me and my worthiness. I filled my plate. Boy, was I busy. I volunteered. I led groups. I got involved in everything. Looking back, I can see clearly that I was trying to prove my, my worth, but really it was exhausting and it led me to feeling like a failure because I just couldn't keep up. I fed myself all kinds of lies. I don't have time. I don't need that walk. I can do this alone. I thought that the world was going to fall apart if I did something I enjoyed. And I told myself this for so long, I actually stopped knowing what it was that I even enjoyed. Sad, I know. But can you relate? I felt trapped by my own excuses. But it wasn't until I started recognizing them for what they were that I was able to finally break free from them. I created a guide to help other moms break free from the lies and to start taking care of themselves. It took me 10 years. It definitely doesn't have to take you that long. I'll put the link to this guide in the show notes so that you can grab your copy and be on your way to breaking free from the guilt and start rediscovering who you are under that mom hat. My fourth, the fourth area that it's important to honor your boundaries is is the treatment that you allow from others. People get the cue from you about how they should treat you. So if you're tolerating people yelling at you, that that says a lot, right? And so it's important to speak up, to, to learn how to effectively communicate your boundaries and what you will and will not tolerate from other people, like how they treat you. Addressing issues when they arise, instead of letting, instead of repressing your feelings, letting it fester, and then it will naturally erupt. Learning how to address issues as they happen and as they arise, rather than suppressing them. Um, Not ruminating on problems. So just learning how to communicate with your loved ones, how to communicate, you know, if if maybe therapy is your answer, if you're struggling with a lot of mental health issues and that soundtrack, the soundtrack keeps playing over and over in your mind and it's creating a lot of anxiety for you, maybe therapy is the answer. If it's, if you're struggling with um, rumination and you seem to, you know, just kind of get stuck, then a coach may be your answer to help you get unstuck, to help you start moving toward your fullest potential. Um, the next area would be your reactions. So instead of yelling when angry, practice other responses. Develop your coping skills. This might mean the crying, deep breaths, walking away, um, phoning a friend. These are all ways that you can honor your boundaries and learn to react differently. Instead of reacting, learn to respond instead. Not destroying property out of anger or frustration. And again, that's self-compassion. Like giving yourself permission to cry. Crying is so therapeutic. It is, it is so, there. it's like this release. There's been studies on it and everything. Um, there have actually been like, you know, there's just like this, natural release that happens 
when you allow yourself to cry instead of bottling it up. And that goes back to like bottling up your, your emotions and your thoughts. Um, speaking of thoughts, that's another area, right? Like your thoughts and emotions and creating boundaries around that. Get rid of the negative self-talk. You might not have, you might not be able to get rid of it altogether, but you can definitely learn to manage your thoughts and you have control of your thoughts. So good morning, Alyssa. I just saw that you were watching. Good morning. Um, but learning, giving yourself a pep talk if necessary, speaking to yourself gently, challenging those negative thoughts when they arise. But again, it needs, it takes you acknowledging that they're actually happening. So many of our thoughts are automatic because they're based on the beliefs that have been deeply instilled in you. So it takes work to be able to pull them out and to notice what you are saying to yourself and then learning how to challenge those thoughts. That's something that I actually work on it with. I'm, I'm working on it this week with one of my clients, my coaching clients about what are the distortions or what are the thinking errors that are taking a role or playing a role in your thoughts that are creating them to be negative. We have a negativity bias. I don't, I'm gonna give you a little bit of education here. They, um, we, we naturally have this negativity bias because it has protected us for, for millions of years or thousands of years or how many ever years humans were alive on earth, right? And so we are automatically drawn to negative thoughts. So we have to work extra hard to switch those thoughts to be on the positive side. So being able to um, allow your mistakes without judgment and again, I mean, overall, it's really just treating yourself with self-compassion and not being mean to yourself. And then finally, having boundaries around the people you allow in your life. And this is you actively choosing to be in relationships with healthy people, honoring yourself by speaking up and removing toxic people. I already mentioned about being aware of the social media you know, the influences, but being more in control instead of feeling, being like the victim, like letting everyone dump on you, being more proactive and standing up for what you feel comfortable with and learning that it's okay to do that. It's important to like resist your urges, change your habits, be selective with saying yes. These are all healthy self-boundaries. And these are, these are limits that you set with yourself to make yourself a better person. So three steps to doing this. One is identify the areas that need better self-management. So as I went through these different areas, let me just name them again. You've got your finances, time management, self-care, treatment you allow from others, people you allow into your life, your thoughts and emotions, and your reactions. I'd love to know from you and if you want to just put it in the comments, what are some, what are of these areas, which ones do you feel that you are like is a strength that you feel that you exercise your boundaries? You, you in this area, like you're really good with your finances. Let's use that for an example. I want to know what are you really good at? And then I also want to know which areas do you feel that you need help with? Which ones do you struggle with setting boundaries? Like, and it might be the, treat, the treatment you allow from others. I'll just pull that one out for an example. 
Do you struggle with that? Or do you struggle with the thoughts and emotions one where you find yourself constantly berating yourself, constantly being critical of yourself rather than cheering yourself up and, and giving yourself credit for jobs well done. So which areas do you have a strength in? Which areas are you got, right? You got it. And then which areas are you, do you see that you need work in? So that's the first step is to identify how am I doing now versus how do I want to be doing? How am I managing my time now versus how I want to be managing my time? How am I practicing self-care now versus how do I want to practice self-care, right? When you ask yourself those questions for each of those areas, it might help you be able to identify which areas you need help with. Number two is to create the goals. And now these are the three ways to actually change and set to, well, to honor your boundaries, right? The whole title of this Facebook Live. So number two is to create your goals to change your behavior. So if you notice that you struggle with self-care, then what are the goals? How do you want, how do you want to be practicing self-care? What does that look like? Create some SMART goals, right? Specific, measurable, achievable. Um, oh my gosh, I totally forgot what Totally timely. It's not, I'm, I'm thinking reliable, but it's not reliable. Um, realistic, realistic. There we go. Specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. So make some smart goals around these boundaries. Hey, Rebecca, I'm glad that you joined me today. So number three is to implement the action steps that will lead you to achieve that goal. So if you're looking to change the way you practice self-care and that looks like you want to move your body and you want to exercise and you want to um, get the sleep that you need, if that's falling under self-care for you, if that's where you want to improve, what are the steps that are gonna help you get there? And like always start small. Don't try to do a whole life overhaul in one shot. You wanna make sure that you are going to be, they're going to be achievable. And that means breaking it down and doing just smaller steps. If you need help with this, like I said, schedule a call with me, momswithoutcapes.com backslash love yourself. And we can get you, we can talk together and come up with some goals and some action steps that will get you to those goals. I wanna announce, so that's it for, for today's Facebook Live. Um, if you haven't seen it already, I opened up registration for the next round of our Moms Without Cape Self-Care Challenge. We're kicking it off November 14th through 18th. This is a great way for you to discover what fills your cup and how to make time for you. So get registered. I'll put the link for that as well in the comment section of today's video, momswithoutcapes.com backslash challenge. Get registered. That way you'll get the emails and the reminders and all of that. And you will be good to go when we kick it all off on the 14th of November. So get registered. I want to thank you for joining me today and take care of yourself because you are worthy. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes. So send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.